What up, folks? Welcome back to Field of View. I'm Solo. And I'm Zemo. And more or less, all we do is talk about singular topics, themes, etc. Uh, weekly here. And so mm -hmm. without doing much further, let us find the most curious tidbits going on in the gaming industry, beginning with first me. Uh, I wanted mm -hmm. to talk about Riot and Bungie actually filing a joint lawsuit against a hacking company or a, a company that sells hacks. So it's called Gator Cheats. And what they do is they more or less sell a portfolio of cheats and hacks that you'd be able to uh, use on games from Valorant to Destiny 2 and a whole bunch in between. And so that includes really? aimbot, that includes, uh, you know, different forms of it. Yo, they just what, increased their revenue like crazy. I'm about to go check them out right now. Mm -hmm. And so basically Gator Cheats, which is what the company's called, George Santos was the name of the owner. They had been hit with a few cease and desist by Bungie and Riot before, uh, but they then decided that they would, and when they were hit with that cease and desist, they said, hey, we'll stop selling the software to people, but they would do upkeep for the people that had already been sold it. And the companies agreed. And then, they found out that the company was still selling it through a private channel on their website, as well as through Discord, mm -hmm. et cetera, privately. So they tried to backdoor the money. Um, okay. Seeing those two companies partner up for the lawsuit from two different places to go, it's sort of a class action version of a lawsuit against an mm -hmm. individual, um, you know, without maybe the, the legal specifics, but why those two companies would partner up in that um, and what version or what difference that does make. They're alleging millions in damages, but I don't know how you can translate that a company selling cheats and hacks is akin to your uh, company's losing millions. And they said, basically, it, it has a degradation on the, uh, the multiplayer and the online experience, which yeah. ends up basically turning people away and also undermines the competitive aspect of esports. So now... They might start cheating hacks if these lawsuits keep going correctly, akin to doping in sports, right? If you if you sort of look at the manner in which they're sort of uh, I mean, setting it up. I, I could see like how the professional players aren't allowed to dope, right? But like yeah. if I wanted Why? to take steroids and play softball, who the hell is going to stop me? Because there's a singular place that everyone can play softball in maybe, you know what I'm saying? But the, it's the online application that once you get in a multi but does it affect what effect does it have on someone losing money i don't know that's where i'm like i get the lawsuit being like yo you can't sell these legally but i don't understand where millions of damages come from i think that's why they partnered up together to be able to attack yeah. it and you know it's a year of gaming companies filing their lawsuits um and there's been that's versions fair. of this in the past like you know where epic ended up suing uh, one of the hackers that they were getting. And they sue these people and it's usually settled out of court um, to that degree. But this one's just curious. Cause again, I, I'm just gonna say that they're, they're definitely trying to ramp up the penalization of hacking the same way streaming content. And so the way they're starting to bear down on the you know, when YouTube proliferated and anyone can get any song, anything at all the time. Now there's a much yep. more integrated system to just chop it down. It's tough now. I think, I think gaming is trying to get into the same place of content management of their own 
they want to manage it. They don't want to let it go to people they don't want to be able to touch it or to use it in ways they don't want. And slowly they can build up the legal precedents that they're basically doing. That's interesting because like, you're not allowed to sample a song without the person whose song it is giving you clearance, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't put that song out if you haven't gotten it cleared, especially in terms of monetization in particular. Mm-hmm. And so in the same way, if the IP holder, which is the video game company, says that you're not allowed to alter their software and then make money on it on top of it, maybe there is precedent in that way. It's like selling unlocked cell phones, isn't it? It's a legal, I guess, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the, it's yeah. an analogous to a degree, which is, hey, don't change our our software or hardware and then resell it on the market or give the ability to hack into our i think the commercialization of the enterprise is where it goes down yeah i think that's the problem all right it's it's like if you if you do it as an individual no one's going to come after you if you do it and you make money on it it won't come after you like this yeah it's different it's different right it's a negligible amount of loss on their end versus something like this yeah interesting Interesting. So I definitely want to see that develop. Yeah, and it hasn't really hit the radar or anything in the news, et cetera. So we're keeping an eye out on it. So we'll definitely keep that up to date here. But what do you got? Uh, so I wanted to talk about, I don't know if you saw this, but it, it was not trending yesterday, but basically a report came out that, you know, as much as we know, 2020 was a good year for gaming and in, in, in with COVID and everything, right? But like, other than we've seen a lot of streaming numbers have gone up, YouTube numbers have gone up, things like that. One number that came out yesterday or one report that came out yesterday was actually from Twitter. I don't know if you actually yeah, saw it, I, I did. but I it said that on, on the social media platform Twitter, there had been an increase in 75% year-on-year gaming-related tweets and that there had been a 49% increase in unique authors discussing gaming. So that means... I mean, the, the the number of tweets that were going out about gaming as a whole went like 75% is massive. And then the number of people, like if there was a million people speaking about gaming as authors, this time there was a million and a half. And what I did find interesting in that also was that the most tweeted about gaming related term was FaZe Clan. I don't know if you saw mm. that. Uh, and then number two was actually G2 Esports, which they are that one was surprising to which is, you know, you yeah, have... yeah. I'm, they have a New York office now, though. They have a New York <laughs> yeah. office now. But you you had sent it to me, uh, you actually sent me an article yesterday about the Spanish streamer who ended up breaking whatever concurrent viewership record it was. Dude, the European yep. between England and, and I'm going to throw England in there, even though they're ex-EU now, but you know, France, Spain, uh, and, you know, Italy, this whole little circle of uh, Germany, et cetera. Western Europe. Are, Western Europe, more or less, uh, are going to be primary. And Eastern Europe has a lot too, like the Poland, Eskari. Eastern Europe has its own thing. I mean, they're like- It's a Counter-Strike yeah. place. So like G2 is huge in Counter-Strike. That doesn't train okay. them. Where FaZe is the biggest, I think, just here because it's entertainment they're brand. Like, they're entertainment and esports put together. I was surprised though that like number two wasn't 100 Thieves. That it's 100, Thie- 100 Thieves is um, a study in cultural value or cultural perception being larger than actual impact. Yeah. You know, That's where I, I think the story of Nade Shot and what they've done and the way they've really been able to get into all these leagues, et cetera, so quickly 
probably outweighs maybe the active fan base that might exist. Uh, yeah. Doesn't mean there isn't one and it's not a big fan base, but just, right? It's like John yeah. Stewart at his peak was getting like 2 mil viewers, right? That's on the low, low end of what a title, you know what I mean? But the cultural which impact you would never guess, right? Yeah, John which Oliver is insane. Now, under a million, right? But when the conversation comes up, whose opinions are taken in? So uh, 100 Thieves is one of those. It's just, it was interesting. And then, you know, like uh, the the Call of Duty League was up there in the top five. The Overwatch League was up there in the top five, top five terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Japan was actually ranked as the top country with gaming-related tweet volume, which yeah, isn't very surprising. Not right? at all. I, I, honestly, uh, I would have then... thought South Korea would have been would have been arguably number one, but I don't know what the South Korean Twitter usage is like. You know, and then what they said was uh, Brazil was up there, and I saw. I don't. I don't have the report in, like in front of me, but the the government of Sao Paulo is trying to do esports tournaments, and so I think a lot of countries in the world are going to be able to use this, see this and utilize it as an opportunity to do some interesting things in the international market. And so like Brazil is a a top example. And even with that Spanish streamer you're talking about yesterday who had, who broke the concurrent record, he did 2 million concurrents on Twitch. And I, I saw that Slasher ended up posting something on Twitter a little bit after over half of the top 15 spots are taken by Spanish, Latin American, Hispanic, Latinx. Yeah. I'm not sure what the right term is, but but that's like streamers, you know, the Latin music industry around here. Like you would never guess it is the no, size J- that it that, is. That Bunny, know? J Balvin, all those guys. Yeah, I would never. I don't listen, but the market says differently. You know, and so yeah, it's one of those yeah. cases. Made in Brazil is actually one of the biggest Counter Strike is is the game that ends up driving all of the international gaming. It's not Overwatch. It's literally Counter Strike because Brazil and all these different countries they're more organized on regions. So it's sort of a mm-hmm. global regional tournaments and Riot does the same thing, which is Riot and Counter-Strike's reach maybe not be, uh, or counter, let's say Counter-Strike and League of Legends impact in America isn't the same as it is everywhere else, which is why esports yeah. and competitive gaming can take such a form everywhere else because you know, it reminds even the way the football and soccer fans are, right? There's not even going to be the Mm -hmm. club. You have the junior club. You have a whole set of integrations. They're more akin to that type of fandom ship. That makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, for America's top heavy. America's always top heavy. And so that that was interesting to me was to see more numeric or quantitative examples. It's very qualitatively (laughs) easy to see everyone is gaming more. Like Mm -hmm. all your friends are gaming more. People are asking about PS5s, things like that. But to quantitatively see on Twitter, which is where I'd say gaming lives in terms yeah. of like the a conversation. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The conversation lives on Twitter and to see a 75% increase in gaming related tweets year on year, it, it's a massive, massive quantitative show of what gaming is doing. 100%. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense to me. Um, well, the numbers are probably just going to keep reflecting that. Um, but absolutely. Anything else to add for the week worth looking out, talking about, thinking about? before we get out and out of here no that's all no well folks i'm solo i'm zemo this is field of view brought to you by the good old folks at people like games which the shop is live now so follow us on instagram facebook whatever version of it you want twitter as we were just saying at people like games the handle for yep. everything and we'll be back with a second episode actually this week you know how technical difficulties work but 
We'll be yep. back to talk about Amazon and gaming. Anyway. Indeed. We're out, folks. Peace. Peace.